dear listeners. Do you like to laugh? Of course you do. That's why you're here. Then come laugh live in person at QED Astoria on Friday, April 8th at 7.30 and 9.30 p.m. as Deerpod's very own Erin Maguire records her debut comedy album. Go to QEDAstoria.com or ErinMaguire.com for tickets today. Do not miss out on this historic taping. There will be fun. There will be booze. You'll laugh so hard the tears will flow down your legs. QEDAstoria.com or ErinMaguire.com for tickets. And now, cue the typewriter. Dear Ann Landers, my husband Dear and I Abby, are in shock. I'm extremely upset. My son got married in Dear Ann Landers, I'm very happy. Dear Ann, my wife is working at a casino woman. Dear Abby, she thinks way too much of her. She had to get married. Dear Pod. Don't. Anyway, let's go into what something's better. Last night I watched a documentary. <laughs> go right ahead. About Jackie Collins. Did you what? ever did your mom? You ever... are an old woman. I like documentaries. But so, Jackie Collins. Well, because I didn't really know much about her. All Isn't I knew that the was, writer? Right. Joan Collins' sister. Okay. So Jackie those Collins girls. wrote all those like That's a hell of a house. trashy novels. Trashy, whatever, however you want to describe it. Harlequin. The intense, like very like Hollywood glitterati type, you know, like writing from the inside. Yeah. And so I was like, I was intrigued because she made like this fortune out of these novels, right? Absolutely. Nothing wrong. I find nothing wrong with it. Like, you know, think about this shit that you read. Like, would anyone want to read what I just read? Probably not. But so like people like, you know, I told Marks, I'm like, you know, and the best of our best part of all is like she's encouraged women to read. He's like, oh, <laughs> Were you really were you really well, were you saying it honestly, yes, sincerely? I was like I was wa- so I'm watching this documentary. Us women folks sure are thankful for that Jackie Collins. Otherwise I wouldn't know words like tight vagina. Thank no, God, that's I how meant, I learned about my whole physiology was Jackie Collins. I just, I just meant like if <laughs> you know, you know, it's sometimes like when you talk to someone, you go to their house and they don't have a, a library or any books, and you're like, mm, mm, okay, a library, like yeah, six books on a shelf is fine. Who are you hanging out with? Do they live in the Clue Mansion? Uh-huh. <laughs> so I'm like watching this documentary, and you know, they talk about Joan Collins and Jackie Collins, blah blah. Yeah. And then, you know, like she hits like this high point where she's sold all this stuff and she's pretty, you know, she has like, she's on some talk show circuit and one woman comes after her about like, you know, her, your, no, your, your novels are kind of trash. And she's like, <gasps> but, but why? And she never like attacks back. She's like, well, tell me why. Why do you say that? Why is yours? Don't you think we both can be on the shelf? And I'm like, yeah, wow. that's true. So then there's cut to like, I don't know, a couple years later, she's on another show and literally... Every audience question, it was like a firing squad. Each person is like attacking her, like, like fucking crazy. Like they were like throwing knives at her. Like, but cut like to Jackie not- Collins smoking a hundred dollar bill, being like, like, "See if I care." <laughs> yeah. Okay, she's like, Clearly "I sold five hundred million copies. What did you do? Yeah, what Becky? did you do today? So Make a stew." Each so there's like a, it starts out really sweet, and an old woman. She's like, "I got through the first chapter, and that is just." graphic trash and she's like okay well tell me why and she's like i just find it you know vulgar and she's like is it because she's like well if you think of all the the writers all the male writers and what they write is that much different or is it because i'm a woman and i'm taking charge she's like my books are about strong powerful women and they're like yeah but the sex is this and the sex is that she's like and what's wrong with sex and then there's like another then a young person comes out and she's like this is just graphic trash and you're not you're not oh you know, you're not a real writer and she's like okay tell me what. and then it cuts to another one and she's like you're not a you're not a feminist she's like is this fe- you're you're actually pushing us back and she's like really and it went on and on and i'm like this fucking what also, and then, it, then you, you're kind of like, who the what? Who's like, who is like curating all this taste for everybody? Uh, because the word cock is in a book, then all of a sudden it means like it's trash. No, I don't think so. Well, first of all, I've never read Jackie Collins, by the way, but <laughs> I do respect any kind of '80s, '90s phenomenon. You know, of course, power like a, bitch with some shoulder pads, t- like a leopard print, and yeah. yes, there was a fucking time and place. A graphic trash is a great. 
title for my album. Mm-hmm. B, there it, it is. It's written itself. Graphic track. But as look, there is if there. There's an audience for if there's like an audience for Jeff Foxworthy, there's an audience for Jackie Collins. There's a place in the mm-hmm. world for anything. That's why if you type in uh Angry Brunette mm-hmm. into podcasts, you're gonna get like 20 hits because there's something for every specific person out there. It's a <laughs> farmer's market of taste. <laughs> and you can pick and choose the trash you want to then why read it? But also why read it and then go on on the air and then what i also don't understand is like if if you're in a group of people that are just there to attack you like what who who was her manager at the time the audience like like i would have been like what the like at a the commercial break what the fuck is this i'm like not only that but it's like it's not like she's like just starting out like hey i just had this uh, surprise yeah it's like uh we are 10 years too late to come (laughs) to me and tell me that you don't like my start writing children's books right hey and also Judy Bloom, who wrote children's books, is also one of the most um, censored authors. Did you Correct. know that? Yes, I did. Yeah, Judy Bloom. Mm-hmm. Bloom, are you there? God, it's me, Margaret. Ooh, to get your hands on that book when you were a preteen in my day. But I mean, oh. if you go through like, like I don't know, a reader that I don't like, Tom, like Tom Clancy, or what's that other asshole? Michael Crichton. Him. What's the other one? The one that's like. It begins with, it's like John J. James Patterson. Yes. Ah! You know, a lot of people don't like his shit either. Like, he's not a real writer. I, I bet he begs to differ, and the people that actually like his books. Yeah, it's Stephen kind of, King. Right. A lot of people don't like Stephen King either. Uh-huh. That's what I'm saying. So a Stephen King Harlequin romance novel, I think it's because it's fly a, off I think it's shelf. like, a, a, you know, it, it's a female writer. I mean, yeah, like, and they don't like that she's talking about sexy, sexy time. Well, and, and it's like, like, and if if she like, maybe she likes to have aggressive sex. Maybe she likes to be, you know, dominating. Maybe she likes to wear know. her shoulder pads in the bedroom. We don't Who know. Who doesn't? Who doesn't love a, a nice tight waisted belt and some satin? I just feel like also like it really shows like a really shitty moderator to just allow someone to be like beaten on. Was what did what was the show? It was some British um, oh, okay. show, and it was uh, like they just like it was like you know throwing like meat in a lion cage, and it was just like all these like young women were just attacking her. And there's a counterpoint to it, too, where there's clearly she sold. It's not like she's like a shit writer. No, clearly. she sold millions. And let me tell you what. There is, because as somebody who is has been the audiobook narrator of many a Harlequin romance novel, there is a huge audience for this stuff. And it's so easy to write. Did I ever tell you that, like, some of the things I read aren't even edited by, like, anybody? No. So there's random commas and periods and apostrophes where there shouldn't like no it, it's completely uh, you know untethered that's my, my kind of right <laughs> so it's like why is there it's it's possessive it's a ruth's chris <laughs> in this this harlequin romance it smells like novel. butter in this book i'm obsessed with it but i did say you know who who's like listening to these audiobooks and they said the primary audience is truck drivers for harlequin romance novels <laughs> So just it's know that when you're getting your Walmart delivery, they're listening to Ellery James <laughs> talk to you about fucking in a fairway, which we, is really one of the We one don't of the always things. need like a very dense historical novel to No, be. you don't. And that's to the keep other problem. It's interest. like, oh, so you write, you're a historian. So that means you're just because that's your topic. That's better than this. Can you imagine if the historian went on one of those shows and somebody's like, I like how you interpreted the Boston Tea Party. It was nothing like that. My father was in it, and he only threw a couple bags over the side of that boat. I don't like the way that you described his, what is it, throat-clogging power between his legs as he threw the buckets of tea over. Wait, what about the Bible? If, he, if the Bible went on, <laughs> who did write the Bible? Was exactly. it Exactly. Well, like if Jesus was on the dais... And they're like, it says here that you don't like homosexuals. Set the scene. Okay, Sally Jesse. (laughs) It's Sally Jesse. Jesus is dressed in a similar, like, Jonathan Van Tess from Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Oh, Van Ness? Van Ness. Oh, okay. Slash Jackie Collins. So he's like, it's a really, like, a really expensive, white, gauzy Yes. But with shoulder pads. Right. Of course, he's got a little bit of guy liner, not a whole lot, and a full blowout. (laughs) And he's sitting... (laughs) 
and maybe like maybe like a really long necklace with like a like a like a like a, like a diamond tooth or something. Yeah, so he's a little he fa- Brooklyn. He's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, but I actually found this from the tomb that I levitated out of. Jesus, what? where are you from? Israel or Bushwick? <laughs> <laughs> Can I be from both? <laughs> I'm not. You can't limit me. Yeah, I, I'm I not, am every man and no man. I'm the non-binary Jesus. <laughs> Non-binary <laughs> Jesus coming to the but CW. Can you imagine, like, they're like, ladies and gentlemen, today on Sally Jesse Raphael, we have the best-selling author of all time from the book. I'm sure everybody's seen it or ignored it at the hotel or motel. The Bible. Hi. Ladies and gentlemen, Jesus Christ. Hi. Hi. Nice to be here. Thank you, Sally, for having me. <laughs> Water, <laughs> wine. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know how I got so drunk. You're welcome. So now he's on Sally Jesse, and and he's getting Jackie Collins. Yeah. Like, everyone's like, wait a minute. This part (laughs) where you said we should hate the homosexuals. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I never never said that. That was the editor. That's an editor's note. And so Mary Magdalene, so you think it's okay for prostitutes Uh to hang out with a bunch of men and why are you all sitting on one side of the table? I don't understand that. Well, why not? It sold 500 million copies. Yeah, but Thank are you... Thank you, Radisson Hotel chain. Isn't this more about white power? Um, well, I am a man in the desert, and um, yeah, wait, I Wait, wait, didn't... wait. No, Jesus is white. It no, no, says no. it in the Bible. <laughs> no, no. I um, Look, I don't know what copy you got, <laughs> but if I could... You know what? I'll be autographing them later. <laughs> God, but think about, think about that. How many pictures did you have growing up, going through like grade school, of a white Jesus? A white, oh, it's all white Jesus. Does it even make any like really like we've all read the Bible, mm-hmm. it's parts of it, and you're like, none of it takes place in Ohio. No, right? it depends on what monk wanted to write it right. that day. And Whoever go- the editor's booth got, I'll oh, give it to Charlie. He's got to finish this, uh, uh, you know, Psalm eight sixteen, and then, and then to- that's when he's like, Jesus was like, <laughs> blonde hair, high cheekbones. I when I went to <laughs> when I went to Salt Lake City, and we went to like the Mormon. Um, uh, Square, whatever. I don't know. And I'm I feel looking, like that's the whole town. <laughs> it kind of. Mm-hmm. And then there's like the meth corner. You go in and you're, the pictures of Jesus, you're like, this is beyond whitewashed. Oh, this yeah. Is like, uh, I showed you that one picture where I was like, is Mary now played by Sherry Renee Scott? I don't know why Mary looks so American. Well, like everyone, oh. he might as well just had a gap shirt and she had like a bum equipment <laughs> shirt on. We love bomb equipment here at the podcast. It's funny because, you know, we talked about The Last Supper. We've talked about it before ad nauseum on this. There's we nothing talked about wrong Jesus. with bringing it up. No, I, but you know how we talked about it? You're like, what if it was at an Olive Garden? Mm-hmm. But um, when I went over to Chuck's house, he had that. He He's taken The Last Supper. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's like a illuminated from the back kind of 1980s version. You know, you know when artwork in the 80s was like, let's make it velvet. Let's mm-hmm. light it up. Let's yeah. do anything with this artwork that's weird. Yeah. And uh like Nighthawks where now it's uh, James Dean Marilyn Monroe. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Prince. Like we've replaced the heads with the yeah. heads of Emo Phillips yeah. or whatever. Yes. And this thing was lit up from behind and he added party hats to <laughs> the <laughs> <laughs> And it changes how you look at that artwork forever and it's genius because god when you add party hats they all look hammered and it looks like it's the end of the night of the shittiest party you've ever been to and jesus is going like that mary magdalene's going like that like people have heads and hands and (laughs) and they just look tired and over it and they're like this guy's still talking uh like one of the guys looks like he's rolling his eyes literally like I, oh, I don't know I get exactly it. who I that get... is, but... I get it. One of us will betray you. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, blah, my blah. God. Can we just get to dessert already, <laughs> Jesus? Oh, more bread. Yay. <laughs> That's all I need. More carbs. Who's gonna... Did anybody bring a cake or anything? This is this guy's last night. I'm so glad this isn't water into skinny jeans. Otherwise, <laughs> I'd fucking explode out Did of these. Did you guys go to the Bethlehem Costco <laughs> and just get one of those big-ass pies? <laughs> Just run out. Here's here's 20 lira. Send Mary. I'd betray you for a pumpkin pie from Costco. <laughs> I, I, I'd betray you just to go to bed right now. 
I'd so. betray you just to shut the hell how, up. How many courses is this? Blah, blah, blah. This guy. I mean, at first the water into wine was fun. but Loved it, but now I'm shit I'm like five bottles deep in your blood. and <laughs> Fuck me for a vampire around here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. How am I going to make it to your killing tomorrow with this splitting headache? Hey guys, I can't make it to the killing. Just... <laughs> yes, and it's so hot out. It's, you know when you're hungover and it's like you're in Cancun. Oh gonna... my god, who knew that Jerusalem would be this fucking hot in August? You guys, I'm not gonna make it to Jesus's killing tomorrow. I can't. All I know is someone needs to get this camel out of my house. It smells. So, I'm. I'm gonna. Can I'm gonna somebody throw go up. to the apothecary and get me some ye old Advil or whatever? Because. God, I'm not going to like, ugh. You know when you drink so much and then you go out in the sun and you're like, I smell like gin? That's what that would, everybody in the streets of Jerusalem just watching him is like, oh my God, how is he carrying that cross right now? He drank like five bottles of his blood Merlot. How about when they leave and like the bus boy, like, those, I thought they were never going to leave. I thought they were never going to leave. <laughs> the bus boy in the last <laughs> like, <summer>. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I thought I thought I was gonna be able to go to the bar later. I mean, Jesus Christ, literally. What did Jesus he get? Christ. He left me a tip. What the fuck is this? A psalm? It, like <laughs> Jesus had to be the worst tipper. What has he got? Where's he gonna put his money? His sandal? Right. Oh my god, I would have left you a tip, but my money fell out of my sandal. Whoops. You can wash my feet. No. I'm, I'm good. Okay. I'm good. Thanks. Thanks. I'm good. Here's a tip, John 816. What? It's coming. Shh. I'm not going to tell you anymore. They just left me stones, I think, to stone him when he leaves. Well, I'm... Really, I don't know. It came from Judas. <laughs> He's, he already had like the eight gold pieces or whatever. He's like, you I got the this, you guys. This is why I betrayed you, because every time you leave me with the bill. Here. Eight gold pieces. Uh, going back real quick to the... Um, Harlequin romance novels. Uh-huh. I so I've narrated about six or seven of them. Yes, I have never listened to one of my novels. Why from would you start to finish? I, I should because I want to know what I you know. I know that there's one that I did when I was sick, and I would love to hear that one. Like because, saying almost fire Demi Moore voice. Then what's that? Just like really. Raspy and crazy. No, not like in a sexy way, in oh. a denasal way. Like in a, and then uh, no. she wrapped her legs around this manhood. Like it was no. so, I was so sick and I had to get it done by a deadline. And it, <laughs> you just know that there's somebody out there with a niche porn. Probably. That's like this. Oh, if sneeze. you guys like. Sneeze on me. Sneezy porn. If you yeah. like denasaled porn. Yeah. And then she took <laughs> off her oh! <laughs> <laughs> You'll need a cock. Kleenex after the end of this album. I don't Not know what, what you for. <laughs> Different angle. Ooh, are you sick? Are you stuffed up? Yes, oh, I am. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, stick it in me. It's, it's right around and blah, blah, blah. I should listen to them, though. They get reviewed. I've gotten reviewed on Amazon. Like, my voice has been reviewed. By randoms. I mean, you can review that's, anything at this point. That's you can review bridges. You can review, you know, this bridge is terrible. It's too high. <laughs> All right, I think we're well lubed. Yes. What do you say? Yes. Is it time? Yes. Welcome to Dear Pod, the comedy advice podcast. I'm your host Ed Sheeran, <laughs> and I'm Grace Slick, and we're coming to you from the Maha Bar on the beautiful Pineapple Ranch. Can I hear it? <laughs> Cough laugh. Mm. 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 Oh my God, that's mm. what my album sounds like in my head right mm. now. I'm literally spiraling out. Well, at least I know I can put that in in post, right? Because right. this week, like all weeks, we're bringing you the advice articles of Ann Landers and Dear Abby. We're following them to the end of the rainbow and then we're looting their pots of gold. We're reading their articles, damn it. Correct. That's what we do this week and all week. So follow us on your social medias at Dear Pod Official on your Insta, your Twitter, and your face. We have a website, DearPodOfficial.com, where you can binge every last episode. You can go from one to the other to the other. I recommend starting with the most recent first and then working your way back through our lexicon of hundreds of episodes. Right. And while you're there, email us, DearPodOfficial at gmail.com or slide into our DMs on the Instagram at DearPodOfficial.com. 
Give us an advice question, and we two unqualified jackasses will answer it for you. Wouldn't it be nice to hear your words on the air? Wouldn't it be nice? Airy words. Uh, we have a YouTube page. Check us out, dear part. It's dear part official, damn it. Across the board on all of your everything, but most importantly, most importantly, our Patreon page, patreon.com slash dearpodofficial, where for a mere three or five dollars a month, uh, you can become a subscriber and uh, get extra special tidbits in your inbox every week. Maybe, maybe even my Harlequin romance novel clips. I don't know. That'd be nice. But frankly, I'd rather you go on Audible and then uh, give them the credit because... For someone who doesn't like to talk about sex, you certainly make a living I know, I do make a living out of it. The weirdest one was I did one, and now that we've uh, built a little studio here in the home space, uh, I I did one right here in the comfort of that closet that we've made into a very... You've had sex in the closet. Well, yeah, with my voice. But the weird part is to like be talking trash in the basement and then go up to Jules and be like, did you clean out the dishwasher? He entered her. And she wrapped herself around his mouth. You're going to flush the toilet or what? Can you keep those dogs quiet? (laughs) Exactly. So there you go. Patreon.com slash DearPodOfficial. And by the way, I'm going to start promoting my shows because now guess what? We're in the month of March. We're marching forward. And I'm marching quickly towards my album taping. First comedy album, Wetting My Pants. April 8th. That's a Friday night, 7 to 9 at QED Astoria. So you can check me out, Erin McGuire Official. I have links on a link tree, and I made it real easy for you to find me. Hey, link tree. Hey, link tree. What's up, link tree? Hey, I'm link tree. Are you guys going to Joshua link tree? <laughs> Let me get my floppy hat out, Emma. J tree. Hey, Jay Z is going to be there. Come back from J tree. Yancey. Shut up. Shut up. You just shut up. Because we're coming into concert month, aren't we? Abbreviated. Coachella. Coachella. So now that we're in the month of March, this is my people's month. This is a big month for Irish folks. Um, And by big month, I mean everybody else celebrate the stereotype with us. Grab yourself a Guinness. Pretend you like it. Get hammered in the streets. We don't celebrate anybody else's uh, stereotype of their heritage do not we not quite on this scale no not like well cinco de mayo maybe uh, not even because that's not a stereotype of it's also not a saint it's not saint cinco it's just the fifth of May. oh well we're not really like saint patrick's day yeah but like think about holidays that rotate around people's heritage uh-huh do we celebrate the stereotype mm. yeah think about it Fourth of July, Bastille Day. We don't dress up as French people and, and get rude and not wear um, deodorant. Maybe. Whatever the stereotypes for will. French. Maybe. Why yeah. not? We're splintering off as a country anyway. Yeah. Or St. Christopher. Isn't that St. Christopher? What, what is it? What's the Italian? Oh, uh, oh, you should know this. The Italian saint that everybody celebrates. What's that big? Remember when they tried to make it as big as St. Patrick's Day and it was like, mm, uh, no. Not working. Is it Columbus? No, it's not Columbus. No, well, Columbus Day. He's not a saint. You're right. Nope. Is it Saint Saint Anthony? Saint ben- What's that um big I don't know. Saint uh when they have that like Saint Augustine's or whatever it is, it's like a big celebration. Saint Gennaro down at Saint Gennaro. <laughs> Maybe I'm not understanding geography. <laughs> and Maybe we should just launch right into Maybe the we should launch into <laughs> this week's topic in honor of my people is luck. That's right, damn it. We need some luck up in this piece. Luck, Lucky. This is a podcast about a girl named Lucky. Hi, Lucky. Hi. Lucky Santangelo, which is also the name of Jackie Collins. Uh, see, now as a result of watching this documentary, you're going to download all of her stuff, like, aren't you? Lucky Santangelo. She was a powerful woman. I was like, oh. this is amazing. I'm like, maybe not? I should fucking write these books. Let me maybe tell you I right now. Jack Collins. From experience and from reading these things, I'm telling you, you can. You can. I'm pretty sure it's like a monkey that's writing these things. At this point, are you it's, equating Jackie Collins? To no, Lucky? no, very different. No, the current day Harlequin romance novels, it's like a bot. You know, remember that thing that I sent you or you sent me, which was a bot wrote somebody's obituary? Yeah. <laughs> she is now living in the place of heaven and death. That's like, 
essentially who's writing Harlequin Romance Novel. So I say go for it. Be the next Jackie Collins. What would be your pseudonym? Jack Collins. I just told you. <laughs> I just told you. So easy. <laughs> yeah. Simple. And Where'd definitely you come up hold with on. It? Well, I can't be Jackie. I'm Jack. Jack. Yeah. The Collins family. Jack, Joan. Joan Collins. Jackie. Wait. Joan Collins is her sister from Dynasty. I can't have Joan. I cannot be Joan Collins. Oh, what's the male equivalent of Joan? John. All right. John Collins. Or Joe. Joe Collins. I like John Collins better. Yeah. Sounds dirty. Sounds dirty. Oh, yeah. show me a John Collins. Excuse me? Oh, I just meant the book. I'm on oh, okay. the subway. And I Maybe if I took that, I would have the same luck that she did. Nice segue pulling us back to luck. God damn it. Yes. Uh, all right. So we have themes. We have articles themed on luck this week because my People's Day is coming up. So Patois, give me an article. Okay. <clears throat> <laughs> did you bring them with you? Yes. Okay. This is from the Courier Journal, Louisville, Kentucky, Saturday, March 10th, 1973. Lucky seven is always a gamble. Uh-oh. Dear Abby, I am 20, I'm a 28-year-old wife and mother. We have six darling little kids, darling little girls. We kept hoping for a boy, but never had one. I had my horoscope read last week, and this lady told me if I had another baby, it would be a boy. This really got me all excited, and if I could be sure I'd have a boy, I would have another baby. I love my six little daughters dearly, but I wouldn't want another girl. Do you know, do you have any faith in astrology? I am an Aries, and my husband is a Libra, if that means anything. Signed, wants a boy. Okay. She's 28, and she has six kids, so. Yep, walk into traffic before you try doing this again. 28, six kids. Wow. What did you do in your 20s? Nothing. (laughs) Wait, what did you do in your 20s? John. Yeah, just John. That's all. That's all I did. Yeah, and then I sewed up my vagina, and then he ripped it open again. Uh huh. Uh huh. Carbon footprint, Joan. Dear wants, I had my horoscope read last year by an expert who did not know who I was. She told me that I had hidden talents and I should try to find some kind of career to fill my idle hours. She also said my husband, who incidentally has never changed a light bulb, was handy around the house. If you want to gamble, go to Vegas. I wouldn't bet my vagina on someone reading my horoscope. Yeah, she's basically playing craps with her junk. Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand people who have to go and go and go until they get a boy. It's like, snake eyes! That's a lot. Now, you turn around and you've got the Partridge family. You turn around and you're like, ugh, i got all these six shitty girls. That's the reason to have all, like, if you, yeah, you look around and you're like, well, we can form... You better form a girl group. Well, you look in, you're like, I remember when I wanted a boy and I got you instead. Yeah. And then, oh. and then I wanted a boy and then I got you instead. Yeah. And then I wanted a boy and I got you instead. I'm so disappointed. So like you're telling the story, like if you're that asshole parent that says that to your kid, and you're like, oh, so not only did you not want me, you didn't want her and you didn't want You know her. what, Alice? You didn't want <clears throat> Jane. You didn't want Mary. You didn't want Katrina. Mm-hmm. And That's so, the Russian one. Right. So we're all just a disappointment. Yeah. Kind of. All yeah. right, good. Okay, good. But, right. but keep, well, better keep, luck keep next time. Yeah, yeah. Lord knows. Just treat your uterus like a speed bag. And uh, God. Uh, interesting that she brought up astrology, though, because you and I live for that shit. Mm-hmm. You know, we're cynics, but we want a psychic to tell us what the hell is going to happen. Right, which... It's not really. You don't think that anything a psychic has ever told you has ever worked out? Mm, Not necessarily. I mean, I do like, I did like watching Sylvia on uh, Montel Williams. That woman is like, (laughs) yeah, she's going to be found in a ravine. I hate to tell you this. Oh, my God. And she's always wrong. That cops would hire psychics to help them find bodies. They still do it. Yeah. I listen to a lot of true crime. But I also think they do it because sometimes they don't know where to go. Or do they think the psychic is part of the uh, problem? problem. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. But I'll still go to them. Do you have a lucky number? I I don't find anything really. Uh, I I have numbers that I like. I don't think that they're lucky. Yeah, yeah. Do you, uh, I would say three and seven seem to be around there, but nothing, I don't, I don't gamble. 
So I don't really know, I don't know what my luck is on certain numbers and crap. Meh. Feh. Yeah. Do you believe in luck? I believe in life after love. I knew you were going to say that, and that's basically why I said that yeah, to you. Good thinking. So uh, I'm going to give you one of my articles. Okay. Are you ready? <clears throat> Moving forward so. with luck. This comes from Lubbock. Lubbock. Lubbock Avalanche Journal. Lubbock, Texas, August 15, 1960. Luck may improve. Dear Ann Landers, I'm 21. Nope, I'm 29. Let me try this again. Dear Ann Landers, I'm 29 and must have some kind of a record for lousy luck with men. When I was 19, I fell for a phony who strung me for three years, always promising to divorce his wife, but never making good on the promise. Then he suddenly quit me. The next guy was married, only his wife was in a mental institution. It turned out she worked as a supervisor in the kitchen there, and he was using it as an excuse. The next man was my brother-in-law. And the less said about this one, the better. (laughs) I was a sap, and my sister doesn't speak to me to this day. In May, I fell in love with a chiropractor who adjusted my back. His wife called me on the phone last week and threatened me. Why do I have such terrible luck with men, Anne? Please tell me what kind of husband to look for. Signed, number 13. Dear number 13, quit looking for husbands and concentrate on the single men. Your luck may improve. Ian! Maybe because you're fucking your sister's husband. I don't know. Just a thought. I don't know if that's luck uh, or bad choices. Just, uh, I'm just riffing on it. <laughs> just spitballing here, but you know. Maybe he was already taken. Is that really lucky? I don't know. I like the idea of, uh, well, if these people are husbands to other people, then they must be good husbands. So I'll just grab them. <laughs> you're a husband, right? <laughs> I'll sit on your face. Joan Collins says I can. Jackie. Ja- Jackie. Joan, Jackie. Wait, but they're sisters, right? <clears throat> Correct. Okay. Wasn't there another Collins? Tom Collins. Which I'm drinking right now, right. damn it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, we, we have to riff on this some more. But I, I my brain is fried. So let's uh, <laughs> literally on. look at you and I was like, I just flatlined. Oh. Riffing on this article. Uh-huh. Maybe not. I don't know. I give the fuck up on myself. I give up. I give up. I have stressed myself into a place where my brain is like, no, we're shutting down. I'm packing you up and we're leaving. I have nothing to contribute. I really have nothing to contribute. I think I just flatlined as well. See? Someone I know. Pulled the power cord. You decide. You Between this one or this Oh, one. I so- Wait, give me a title. Is there a title? One is no title and says one. And the other one says lucky girl. Give me lucky girl. Give me a lucky girl because that's me. <clears throat> I'm a lucky girl. And you're going to hate this one. This Hooray! is from the Los Angeles Times, Los Angeles, California, Tuesday, December 29th, 1983. Lucky girl changes her mind about suicide. <clears throat> oh, fun. I'm glad you picked this Oh, one. God. Dear Abby. A few weeks ago, I felt very depressed and decided I had enough of this world, so I took 20 aspirin and washed them down with three regular-sized giant, regular-sized glasses of wine straight. a girl. My question is, how should have this affected a 5-foot, 3-inch, 104-pound, 15-year-old girl on an empty stomach? I got up the next morning and went to church with an awful headache. Oh. I told a few of my friends what I had done, and they said I was lucky that I didn't wind up in the hospital. Things look a lot better now, and I'm glad I didn't really kill myself. Am I lucky, or am I just average? Signed, my sign is a Leo. What? Why? Whoa. Whoa! (laughs) Dear Leo, you are lucky you are still alive since you didn't really want to end your life. And you're average to feel depressed occasionally. Everybody does to some extent. The best way to handle a depression so severe that one questions whether life is worth living is to talk to someone about your feelings. If you can't talk openly to your parents, talk to a teacher, your school counselor, your clergyman, or call a suicide prevention hotline. There are trained people there who will listen to you and advise you. And if these self-destructive thoughts creep into your mind often, go to a regular counseling program. Life is worth living. Witness the number of people with severe physical disabilities who fight on a daily, a daily battle just to stay alive. Yikes. Like, your problems aren't that big. Look at that sad sack. 
He's still squirting around. Ew, squirting. To- <laughs> <laughs> never say squirting again. Look, if you've listened to the past episodes of this podcast, we were obsessed with squirt the soda. And I've had yes. 25 Joseph's chewable aspirin. I washed it down with it. <laughs> well, let's be real. Those are tasty. Right. I'm sorry. I'm so- I washed that it down dangerous. With, with three glasses of wine. If, if you make aspirin taste that good, like Advil is sugar-coated. Yes, Advil also tastes great. It really this is does. not like this is not the how-to suicide line. If they made Advil chewable, <clears throat> I'd be in a hospital right now. I think Please, I... Jules brought home probiotic gummies. I can't keep my hands off of them. I have never been more regular. Right, you're but clean you... as a whistle. I know it. Just oh, if it's sugar coated and stuff like that, I I'm sorry you. to go to go on. I, 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 whatever with the the article. I just <laughs> I loved Joseph's chewable aspirin. Wait, why do you call him Joseph's? Isn't it? Saint, it's Joseph's. Saint, saint Joseph's. Okay, well, whoa, are you getting Jesus, religious all have? of a sudden? Maybe he's a saint to you, but did you know him? <laughs> yes, he he sainted my headaches away. Oh no! He Here also we went to like Saint Joe's school or something holy. I don't know. He was raised Catholic, so was I. I forgot most he of the teachings. The I'm just not killing anybody. He That's the title is saint, and you're stripping him from his. He didn't make the aspirin. <laughs> like it wasn't in the book. I don't think and he thus was says in- the Lord. Wait a minute. Joseph makes Maybe chewable aspirin for children. They, what? They, thus spake Jesus. Who else is taking care of the post Last Supper hangovers? I'm just saying. Joseph's got a market for Saint it. Saint Joe was like, "Oh my God, you guys! If you're hungover from that Last Supper, I'm gonna make the best chewable aspirin you have ever. It, just trust me. It's you're not gonna have a headache. You're gonna be able to mark." Rick, Luke, John, whatever the saints, the uh, apostles' names are, uh, you know, Randy, whatever. <laughs> Have my chewable aspirin. I'll see you guys. Wait, at does the Joseph also sell your house? Yes. Oh my God, He's this like, guy does I you, everything. I know, you, I know you got a headache. <laughs> And do you have a headache from trying to sell your house? Well, buy my my St. Joseph figurines. Face down, ass up. That's, That's the way, way we I like sell your house. house. Gotta have a headache. You have a headache? How about the St. Joseph chewable aspirin? Face down, ass up. That's the way I get rid of your headache. <laughs> what if the Bible was just a bunch of like advertisements? It's like it, like he talks about... Yeah, you uh, got to take out ad space like the, in like the Bible. The, the Truman Show when Laura Lenny is like, how about this new rake? You know, yeah, th- yeah. now a true value for five ninety nine. And ham, six dollars a pound. <laughs> Wait, what? What? Why is the Bible selling me ham? I thought they didn't eat pork. Oh, geez, Mary's hair looked really limp, and then she used Fresh and Curl. That's right, Fresh and Curl at your local. Have grocery- you been in the desert and thought, God, I need some dry shampoo? <laughs> Come to Mary's House of Wax. Jerusalem's finest spa. <laughs> oh my God! I love, but Saint Joseph's chewable aspirin. I like that we've gone from yeah. a suicide story into Saint Joe's. But well, that's now really... we're also changing it from Joseph's. To, now we have to say Saint, Saint Joseph's because I'm just saying this guy over here. Speaking. All of a sudden, he's religious. Right. You you take Saint Joseph's name in vain. Like when it comes how many to children have aspirin. a splitting headache? Like, ugh, fucking drank too much. I last know. Night, Mom. It's but yet. Honey, take 26 of these St. Joseph's chewable aspirin. You'll feel better. They still make them? I don't know. How? It's like candy. Aspirin for children? Well, I think they do have aspirin for children, but do you think they still make St. Joseph's chewable aspirin? I don't know. Do they, Do you think they make preparation, preparation <laughs> H for children? Wow, perforation well, perfor- H. That sounds... <laughs> oh, my God. If you've got perforations, you need more than cream. That's disgusting. <laughs> My Sorry, perfor- I had a hard time getting it out. Ow, you know ow, I mean. it burns, burns, burns. Well, you know, we did talk about the uh, Flintstones vitamins, and they do still make those. So, hey, anything is Again, possible. Flintstones, St. Joseph's, these aren't real products for children. No, but they're products for me. That's right. Who wants sugar? All right, I have one more article. Are you ready for this final lucky episode article? Oh, wait, that's not the title. All right. Uh, this comes from the Oroville Mercury Register, Oroville, California, March 18th, 1974. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ready? Mm-hmm. There we go. I knew it wasn't the first. All right, here we go. 
Buckle up, buttercup. I'm going in. Dear Ann Landers, I promised myself that if last night's date turned out like all the others, I'd write to Ann Landers. Well, here I am. I'm an attorney, 26 years old, who has always tried to be considerate of the young ladies I take out. I ask them where they want to have dinner, which movie or play they prefer, etc. And I don't try to wrestle them into bed. Ooh! I keep hoping the next girl will be different, but she never is. After two dates, I am told, I'm interested in someone else. Or, you aren't good looking enough. Who said that, for Christ's sake? Or, your eyeglasses make you look like a square. Tonight I was informed that I am too serious, too sensitive, and too insecure. Other young men have written to say they can't find a girl who wants a respectable date, but you don't believe them. Well, I am telling you that's the way it is. Don't you understand that some people, both male and female, seem to have a lifelong spell of bad luck? Signed, Reluctant Concurrence in Chicago. What? Just Dear, something that rolls off the tongue. This is how she responds. Dear Ree, I concede that luck is a vital component in the lives of all of us, but I don't believe in lifelong bad luck. Something's wrong with your selections, buddy. Where do you find these barracudas? <laughs> you need to revise your criteria and fish in new waters. Ayan. Oh, or like you need to lose the glasses, four eyes. You need to get hot. You need to get a personality. Toot sweet. It's not the girl's fault, I'm telling you right now. You are a square. Trust me, if they're telling you you look like crap. That's not what she actually said, but that's what I feel. It's like that uh, Patrick Dempsey movie. Can't buy me love. <gasps> Was that when they went I'm like totally this? totally geek. <laughs> and totally chic. Yeah. But, uh, Yeah. I also like that it's it's all it's somebody else's problem. He's not looked into himself to say maybe it's me. <laughs> I need to start because I have I give a little too much credit to fate and ether and you know blaming something outside myself Who's for the ether? shit. Who's ether? Ether, get over here. <laughs> Give me my chewable aspirin. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, do you do you feel like you have unluck? <laughs> do I have unluck? unluck? Do you have bad luck in certain areas of your life? And do you think it's luck? Do you think it's fate? Do you think it's you that has to change? I don't think. The only thing I have luck is at Broadway lotteries. That's my only luck. My God, you do. You're so lucky with those. That's the only luck You I hit have. them all the time. That's why I'm like, how's this bitch seeing all these shows? And you're like, I don't know. I I just got Hamilton tickets. What can I say? I I have good luck. And you have such an Irish name. We have Irish names. But yet I'm not that lucky. I feel like I've had bad luck with representation, which makes me go like, is this me? Am Am I picking the wrong guys? You know? Could be. How much do you think plays into bad luck? And how much... Are you responsible for it? <laughs> All I can think of is the way I'm talking about right now is like that. You know how SJP and every sex in the city is like, I couldn't help but wonder, is it me picking the wrong guys? And all I can think about is that there's a meme out there of Sarah Jessica Parker looking out her window. And it said, and as we stood, as, and I, can't, I couldn't help but thinking as we stood on the edge of World War Three, I couldn't help thinking about is it more about World War Me? You know, like that. And then, but do you think we're responsible? Or do you think fate is a real thing? I think it's a little bit of both. I mean, and scene. I, th- and scene. Thank I think. Thank you for listening to Jackie Collins' <laughs> yeah. new novel. Is it right place, right time? Yes, I do believe that. I don't necessarily know if that's fate or luck or whatever. It just means you happen to be there. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean... What do they say? Luck is where preparation meets opportunity. Put that, that on a pillow. Someone had to put that together. Like, or Clearly. just like... Oprah. Yeah. Like, oh, Stewie's here. He'll, he'll be fine. Next thing you know, Stewie's like an Academy Award winner. Yeah. How? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Is it random? Yes. Oh. Everything is random. Everything is. Yeah. So there's no point in me trying to do anything in this life. It will find me or it won't. Yeah. That makes me want to walk into traffic. Why? It does. Why? I got to believe we're in more control of of something. 
I mean, you can always buy into that that hustle theory, which I don't. I oh. now and now I now I really like the people that are posting like uh, there's no need to hustle. Oh yeah, because we've had two years off, and now we want to be like, you know what? We need to be kind to self love, self care. Stop uh-huh. crushing it. What is this Stop crushing grinding. hustle? Whatever. Like the, to me, that sounds exhausting. That's an American thought process. Yeah. 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 Great. Thanks for hustling. You look like shit. (laughs) Why do you look like you're 800 years old? Because I'm the president of the hustle country. That's why all the presidents come out. I woke up and I did this and I did this and I did this. I'm like, great. Oh, that is me, though. You must be really fun to hang out with. Oh, Christ. Tell me more about what you did, Steve. Is that that me? What? Is that you directing that at me? I am a hustle mentality person. I can't be still. It's different. It's like when people when you're like around someone and they're like hustling while you're around them, and you're like, if you want to be somewhere else, be there. Don't be here. Don't hustle with me. With me. Well, I do take my time when what? I'm with friends to drink. Different. Okay. When people are like, you want to put your phone down? Or oh, I like, hate. And it's not like they're. It's more like what they're doing next, as opposed to like returning something really quick. Who would you rather? Yeah. Or who would you rather be with? Yeah, like chasing the dragon. Yeah, we. Like, oh, we're doing this. Now. We're like doing that. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's like a manic energy about it. Mm-hmm. We know that. Oh, person. we have to go here now. We have to go. It's like, Somebody's more important there over there now. Mm-hmm. I'm looking behind you at this person behind you over there now. I'm always like, then go, bitch. I don't have, don't spend any time with me. No more hustle. Mm-mm. I'm done. I'm done with you. Done. Done with Hustling. you. Oh my God. I think we've made it to Instagrams. Is it time? Yes. We're not calling my mother today because she's getting her taxes done. I'm seeing the tax man today. She's like, I think it'll be. I was like, what do you have to even give them at this point? (laughs) What papers do you have? What what taxes are there to do? I don't know. She's like, I just dropped my pamphlet off. Meanwhile, I thought you were going to say something else. What did you think I was going to say? I just dropped my panties off. Ew! Uh, Can I get a deduction on these panties? I'll be back in two weeks to pick them up. Well, me and Jules, well, we go to do our taxes, which tax season makes my ass pucker even just talking about sure. it. We're dropping off like papers and pamphlets and and folders and, you know, any mimeographed copies and sure. faxed items and, you know. Ripped receipts from a yes, tax. Uh, Lisa Frank Trapper Keepers. Like there's not it's enough. Like a ticket tape parade of nonsense. <laughs> and then, but I feel like I always just hand them like sweaty ones. I'm like, I have this many. <laughs> it's like a little kid that you give money to to go and get like In a, a Slurpee or something. Yeah, like, yeah. Okay, let's I count ha- this out together. I have this many. Can you make me have money back? Give me money from government. Did you- I went somewhere else. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Know. <laughs> I don't you went to some kind of immigrant with some kind of learning disability. Oh yes, it's it, well. Cancel me now. Okay. That's how I'm. Just like I don't know what I'm doing. Or you're just drunk. You're I'm a drunk, drunk child. I'm Liza. Liza getting her taxes done. I don't know where I work this year, <laughs> but I think it was the palace. Could you look at my papers? I'll be at Joel and call me when they're done. Get my money back. Can you ima- can you imagine doing like, Liza's taxes <laughs> with her? Just like all I want is to figure out what you did in the month of December. I don't care what your mother did in sixty one. There's a guy with a calculator and all that receipt tape that like. All right, all right. No, so what you're saying is that, ma'am, ma'am. Like if you didn't know who Liza Minnelli was, ma'am, I just need. I don't. I don't need another story. No, no, I but don't. let me tell you about where I spent in 64. No, I don't, I ma'am. bought this pantsuit from I Bob Mackey that was $2,000. Is I, it a donation? I don't know. We didn't have receipts back then, but Bob just wrote back a when? note on my hand, but then I washed it in 74. So I don't know. Does that count? If I show my hand to the government and I'm like, Bob Mackey said that I spent $2,000 on the sequin pantsuit. And then pantsuit. you just hear like a loud gunshot. <laughs> This is my sixth accountant this Wait, week. Let's do Liza's attorney. <laughs> hi, hi, Joe. I hear my papers for you. But I, I seem to have misplaced uh, 1986 to 1993, <laughs> both mentally and fiscally. I can't find anything. No boxes. Nothing. She pulls out like a jack and like some <laughs> some loose tic tacs and like a sucrat. <laughs> This is what I have from this 87. This is what I got in my purse right now. Oh, look, I found a pill. Well, Weather's original. Let me, let 
we taste it. Mm, no, it's a Tic Tac. It's just a Tic Tac. It's That's garbage. It's a really sticky soup crack. Can I get any money for this? This is terrible. This is terrible Vicodin. Unfortunate. I don't know. Am I still married? Does that mean I can claim dependence? Can I claim Joel Grey as a dependent if I keep him in my purse? Hey, I have time to do my own taxes. Shut up, Joel! I'm writing you off! Clip. The government says I can, right? I have money from the government. Just a sound effect of like her, her purse. Like, <laughs> yes, that little clasp, yeah. that gold clasp. Like, quiet. Quiet, you. I'm taking you home. <laughs> Put you in a little planter when I get there. I'm directing the show down here. Yeah, Joel. <laughs> Whatever you say. Is it can can? It's the all Yiddish version of cabaret. What? Oh, it's really specific, but you know, there's something for everybody. Now, will you meet my friend Jackie Collins here? She sold 500 million copies of her book, uh, My Vagina's on My Head. And it's a wonderful production. I think they're actually going to do it in a movie. They're making it into a movie. Wow. Jackie. I think it's time for Instagram mail. What do you say? God, my attempt so. to lube up today is quite the thing. Yes. It's very nerve-wracking. My my car is being tended to right now. I can't I wait to see what is. fresh hell that poor that poor CRV has <laughs> put her through hell. Okay. All right. Is it time? Yes. It's time for Instagram mail. Instagram mail. You've written Joel to me. Gray well, I go to the tax man doing my taxes and Instagram mail. And we're writing to you. And you're writing to us. We're writing to each other. Write to us. Instagram mail. Deadpodofficial at gmail.com. Or slide into our DMs at Dear Official. So we take your advice questions every week, and we attempt to give you an answer. So, Patois, will you read this week's question? Dear Pod. That's Italian for question. Okay. Okay. Dear Pod, my boss wants to do a team outing of a gun range. He claims it builds trust. Afterwards, he's taking the group out to a big dinner to discuss strategy. I vehem- I'm vehemently anti-gun, but I don't want to miss out on the opportunity for advancement. I have an important project I want to bend his ear about and fear that choosing not to go to this outing will set me back. Do I just suck it up and go? What should I do? Signed, Annie, get your pink slip. Dear Annie, taking staff out for target practice is as logical as giving matches and a stack of dynamite to children. Hasn't your boss read a newspaper lately with all the crazies going to the workplace and playing shoot 'em up? Christ has arms! Why doesn't he just have Jeff from accounting hold the damn target while he's at it? Listen, Annie. <laughs> Listen, Annie. Are you okay? Are you okay, Annie? Annie, are you okay? Are you okay, Annie? Maybe compromise and go on the field trip and just observe. That way you can stay true to you and yet be part of the team. And start talking to him about your ideas at dinner. If, and if things go south, open up your purse and put that gun that you stole from the range out on the table and say, will you listen now? Signed, Abby. Uh, for any of you who are new to this podcast and haven't listened to our old episodes, what the hell are you waiting for? Go back and binge because we have real Lulus. And uh, Christ with Arms is the name of a children's book. It is a legit children's <laughs> book, and we found it, and uh, we've been obsessed with it ever since. And we use Christ with Arms as a, as a sort of like, I'm throwing my hands up type statement like oh christ with arms this traffic is awful so we recommend using christ with arms in everyday life and please tag us on instagram at dear pot official if you use christ with arms and hashtag christ with arms so there you go there you that's go. my statement <laughs> i just did a huge ad i hope i do the audiobook of christ with arms me too i'm very good for that i'm, I'm i'll have to audition okay. here's what ann has to say to annie get your pink slip dear annie Oh, hell no. If Butch Cassidy wants to play Scarface with human resources, it doesn't mean you have to say yes. You shouldn't have to play Russian roulette with your life because you want to pitch an ad campaign for Schooner Tuna. Who knows what could go wrong? Have we learned nothing from Dick Cheney? One minute you're hunting for duck, next minute you're hunting for your ear in the woods. You know that old saying, guns don't kill people. CEOs with too much money do. 
Why doesn't this guy team build like every other corporation? A booze-filled weekend at a Radisson in Baltimore. Say hello to my little friend. Airplane vodka bottles. But to your issue, do not put yourself in harm's way for the sake of ladder climbing. Excuse yourself from the gun range. I recommend a white lie in this case. These gun nuts can take things personally. Just tell them you can't make the first part of the evening because you're in an axe-throwing competition. Then tell them you'll meet up with them later at the Olive Garden. You can pitch your ideas over unlimited breadsticks instead of (laughs) AK-47s. Though good luck if he can hear anything over the ringing in his ears after an evening of suburban Carlitos way. In the meantime, I also recommend brushing up your LinkedIn profile. It may be time to say goodbye. Good luck, you sorry son of a bitch, and happy resume building. Ian. You know when we would go to the driving range? Yes. And, and we would like hit a golf ball and then uh-huh. we'd like turn to each other, like with our club in hand and just kind of like nonchalantly kind of talk with yeah. it in yeah. our hand. Yeah, yeah, Can you imagine we'd just be like fire, 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 and then turn around like, do you know what I mean? And then just like <laughs> accidentally shoot the person. <laughs> because next you're to gesticulating. <laughs> we gesticulate with those clubs all the time. We've almost taken each other's right. heads up. Just but like you and swing, I in a firing range. <laughs> Swinging the, like, revolver around. But then if it's, like, you and I at a firing range, and I'm like, bang, bang. What did you think of Britney's last album? And then just shoot three other random people that are... Bang, bang, bang. <laughs> to the right and left of you. I think that now that she has her independence again, she should maybe try something new. Bang, bang, bang. But, like, talking about the gayest thing, because that's what you and I do with the right. driving range. We'll, right. we'll do it, and then we'll stop and be like, Lorna Luff didn't get enough appreciation when she was really at her prime. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bang, bang, bang. But just like the like the weight of the gun and how precarious it can be. And you're just kind of like talking what? with your yeah. hands. And, and I just... do it all the time. I would be so cash and then kablamo. Yeah. You shoot out like the light fixture. The accountant. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Carl. Oh. But there is Again. a place that I want us to go. And is I've it been the trying. the axe throwing place? Yes. Have we talked about this? I think we did, but did... that makes me incredibly nervous. I know. It's called Stumpy's. You want to come know on? Why? Yeah. If if that guy Why'd is you get not it? And armless, then all of a sudden, like the guy's like waddling over to you. <laughs> yeah. Just give hey, you any can you guys help me happens. out? I don't, I don't have any arms, but <laughs> if you could grab your own axe, that'd be great. Now, uh, you How'd guys want happen? a beer? Do you want to? It's on draft. You... <laughs> can you pour your own? But they have you can drink and axe throw. That is the this combination. Awful. It sounds awesome. I'm in. What can go wrong? Well. Ask Stumpy. If because I look like the arm flailing tube men in front of the car dealerships, do you trust my arms to hold axes? No. Can we go? Can we please? There's also a place in the village, which I wouldn't mind going to, and it's to work out your rage. Is this like the room that you break shit in? Yes, where you just throw. Well, you can break stuff like you could get a mallet and you could... It's like old TVs from the 80s, VCRs, toasters. Mm -hmm. They just like... And you can buy... They, they charge you by whatever it is you want to smash. Uh-huh. So you could get like a box of dishes for 30 bucks. I'd do that. And then they put you in a room and you just throw the dishes. I would just reenact Kathleen Turner in War of the Roses. So anything that was in her house that she smashed, oh, that's all I want. Do not sip this until I tell you what, what this is. Okay, Jesus. Okay. Because I don't want you to jump the gun until until I get to read Well, then it's time. All right, is it time? Four. A specialty cocktail, specialty drink. I'm at the last supper. These sons of a bitches didn't leave me a tip. They're really cheap for Jerusalem. Why did you get those six gold coins if you're not gonna give them away? If you like Jerusalem, you'll love Diet Jerusalem. Delivered straight from heaven. Oh, it's a bit of heaven. Diet Jerusalem. You're one smart cola picker. It's so good it should be sinful. (laughs) Absolve me. Absolve me! I'm very excited for this week's specialty cocktail. Are you ready for this? I I put a gun to Jules's head after we went to the drive, the 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 firing range. Oh, which by the way, my in-laws like to do. My sister-in-law, brother-in-law, they'll go to the firing range, and I'm like, should I go? No, that story's not going to end well. You'll be just. Well, and then you shoot somebody, as we just discussed. First you fuck us, then we shoot. This week's specialty cocktail, hold on to your panties, is the Calamocho. 
Kalimoxco. 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 No matter how you pronounce it, James Jules Ferris is pretty sure this drink is going to taste disgusting. For this, you will need, are you ready? Three ounces red wine, three ounces Coke. I'm going to... Coca-Cola and red wine in an ice-filled rocks glass. Add the red wine and stir to combine. Top with Coke. Garnish with a lemon wedge. Oh, God. Oh, this is going to be vile. Vile. I'm ready. Here are the tasting notes. I guess the first question to ask is, why would you even come up with this drink in the first place? When I first heard about this drink, I honestly could wrap my head or couldn't wrap my head around why someone would combine these two liquids. But then I took a look at so many past offerings from our specialty cocktail series and I figured, oh, this makes sense. This is a Spanish cocktail. It's kind of like drinking a poor man's sangria. Think of the taste like a Spanish vermouth, sweet and earthy with caramel notes. Originating in the 1970s, this drink was supposedly an invention because of the servers at a festival who were trying to cover up bad red wine. And that is a genius idea for anything in life. If something in your life is not going according to plan, pour some Coke on it or just do Coke. If your neighbor's kids won't stop screaming on that goddamn trampoline, pour some Coke on them. If your podcast hosts just aren't funny and you have no idea how you're going to edit this episode so your listening audience can enjoy themselves, well, you know what to do. He's a son of a bitch. I never read these things before I read these things, and we know that. Those are the tasting notes from Jules. Now, I know this as a trashy Jersey cocktail, so let's just call it the Jersey Shore. Calimocho. Are we ready? Calimocho. Oh, my God, the smell already. Okay, so this is Coke and red wine. It's Carlo Rossi. Oh my God, it does. It's 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 church wine. That's what it tastes like. Oh my God, it's Asti's Monte. It's it's that. It's a jug of wine. It's a jug of wine with the little tiny handle that you can't even fit your pinky finger. It's the Carlo Rossi church wine. Oh my God, it's church wine. Basically, it's church wine. What you just given me is a Jim Jones church wine. It's Reuniti on ice. So nice. It it tastes no different than Reuniti. This This is exact. This is. Oh my God, my tongue. Now I know why people are drinking this. My tongue retreated back into my throat. Like it rolled up like a Looney Tunes cartoon. It's like, like shit. <sighs> we keep doing it though. We do this all the time. It's awful. I don't know why they put the lemon in. <laughs> like or, or talk about polishing a turd. First it's like, <laughs> it's church wine. It's church wine. And then it's like, it's. Oh. <laughs> See, it does something oh, funnier. To- it, it, like it, the more you drink it, the more you're like, this is. This is not right. This is this is like you know what I. It said feels that, like medicine. It's it's like, I said no, thank you, and then someone just shoves a dick in your mouth. I said no, thank. you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the only thing that could make this taste better is if you added St. Joseph's. Don't take a big. For- don't take a big sip. Let me, now I have to do it because you just said it. Maybe it was too close to the lemon. <laughs> right? <laughs> what is that? Why is the bigger the sip make it? Oh God. It's like it's like a, it burns when it goes It's like out. a Trojan horse of <laughs> mouth violence. I'm laughing it. It was too close to the lemon. <laughs> like you have to avoid the lemon yeah. to make it taste like yeah. instead it's of really and needy. of course instead of just taking the lemon out of the glass, you just avoid it with your mouth. <laughs> you don't have to put it in the beginning. This is like taking mm-hmm. I really want to chug it with you now, ready? <laughs> I don't know if I'm having Stockholm Syndrome, but I'm kind of liking it the further I go in. <laughs> it's in the back of my throat. It's in the back of my throat. <sighs> no. Kaylee Cuoco, this, this is, is like, awful. It's, just like, it's not even like it's strong. It's just like... <sighs> no, it's not strong. No, it's Because just... I think that it's equal parts Coke, so it's going to like counteract if there's... Like, I could drink a whole thing of this of and not and, and like operate machinery. It'd be kind of like when you talk to someone who's like having like, uh, like j- they just had surgery and the pain's wearing off. Oh. Like the pain meds are wearing off and they have like that furrowed brow like, uh-huh. uh, no, I'm yeah, fine, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, fine, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. Can I press the morphine button yeah, on this yeah. one? Or like someone who's having contractions. Just talk to me like anything is normal. I don't know why uh. I feel like I have to drink it and then I have to drink it fast. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
It's like me with a Frappuccino. I can't control myself. It's like the icier or the, like, if you give me a smoothie, it's gone within seconds. Like, I right. chug it. And I'm having the urge to do that with this, which is uh, it's it's... too close to the lemon. <laughs> Avoid the lemon. It makes it better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. This is like, you remember? Like, Did you try pe- it? Do you remember Pepsi Twist? <gasps> yes. When they make the artificial, when you put lemon. artificial lemon in something. It tastes like like it has that sweet and low quality, right? Yes, but Pepsi Twist always made me go to the bathroom. Oh. But this is like Pepsi Twist with like, I think like a decaying battery at the bottom of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a penny. Somebody put a penny in the bottom of a Pepsi. You mean by like a vermouthy quality to it? Mm Mm-hmm. Does this to you have any sort of- Redeeming value? (laughs) No. But does this remind you anything because of the Coke in it of, of Moxie? No, okay. no. Moxie is a real specific beast. So is this. Yeah. This is. And just know that many a person at a Jersey entertainment facility, like a catering hall, has had this drink. This That's is... where I learned about it. I think it was Real Housewives of New Jersey. That's why I was like, what is that? She no ordered wonder... a red wine and Diet Coke. If this was featured on the Real Housewives of New Jersey, this would... This would explain the table, table flipping, flipping, anything else, the the hair pulling. Yeah, uh-huh. I'd be angry. The too. bad choices. It explains the bad choices. Yeah. <laughs> if this is your choice of cocktail when you go to someone's bar mitzvah or christening, or whatever. This is just not great. I'd punch a bitch. Mm. This episode of Dear Pod is mixed and edited by Jim Ferris and is a property of Pineapple Ranch Productions.